Did you watch the movie? What movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm looking forward to philosophical Greg. Should we smoke some weed before this? <laughs> glaucoma thing i don't know it's i gotta be honest i don't even know where in the body glaucoma is it's in the eyeball in the eyeball yeah hey evan yes greg all right there all right all right <laughs> thank you that's exactly what i was just talking about welcome to next door nerds <laughs> yeah we uh we are feeling pretty good. Are we recording a podcast right now? <laughs> Take it easy. Oh, we're gonna. Uh, I have quite a bit to say about the soundtrack. I uh, so do I. Yeah. It's it's great. Um, for those of you that have not been uh, listening to the previous episodes, how dare you? Um, but I guess I should also start off by saying you got Evan and Greg, and uh, this is the episode. The what do we call these? Club episode. The club episode of my all-time favorite movie, Dazed and Confused. Is it f- for sure 100% your all-time favorite? You know I say that now, but like when we get to another movie, yeah. I'm going to be like, actually. Actually, it was Toy Story 1. Toy Story 1 <laughs> was up there. Um, No, I, I, I really, really think Dazed and Confused is... If it's not number one, it is for sure top two. Top two? I, I don't think I could even think of another movie off the top of my head right now that would even come close to it. Rough estimate, how many times have you watched it in your life? Not that many times, actually. Oh, really? Huh. It's it's kind of like when you know, you've know you seen that one movie from your childhood, and you're like, and you watch it again, like a later in your life, and you're like, mm-hmm. this gives me the same joy. Yeah. That it did when I watched it the first time. That's what this movie does for me. Nice. But uh, we're going to get into that. We'll we'll talk about Days and Confused and the all right, all right, all rights and the uh, see you later, man. See you later. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Evan, as per usual, how was the last two weeks for you? Uh, they were probably the best two weeks of my life. The best two weeks. Not really. I just wanted to say that God, because I, I always was... say it's nothing. <laughs> You have everyone on the edge of their seat for like three seconds. Oops. This is going to be the one where Evan just shits all over Greg's weekend and (laughs) just has this out of control time. Like Project X all week? Yeah. No, that didn't happen. We did. We we, we had one fun thing happen, though. Yeah. We did have another band practice. Yeah. Um, Went very well. I think it went well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep talking. talking. We, uh... We actually had some decent equipment this time. Oh yeah, that was that was hot. That was nice. <laughs> that was real tell me, nice. Tell me about the mixer. <laughs> tell me about the PA system, you dirty whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh your brother was yeah. kind enough I guess uh the band that he's in was kind enough to let us borrow yep. some equipment. I texted him the next day and said he he big brother pulled in through the pulled it through in the clutch. Yeah, and really pulled through, and we actually it was such a better practice than we have are used to. It was so nice being able to actually hear myself sing. Yeah, so I I really appreciated having that equipment. Yeah. Now whether or not it will make me sound any better <laughs> is 
to be seen, but or heard, I guess. But. Well, I told Greg that I I have severe hearing damage mm-hmm. from years mm-hmm. of playing directly in front of a uh, an amp that's like half my size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, even though I was like right next to it and at times in front of the uh, speaker that your voice was coming out of, I still didn't think it sounded like as good as I was hoping it would sound actually playing or actually practicing with a PA system. Yeah. Um, but obviously we could all hear you way better. Yeah. It's just hilarious that from for, we've pro- we've had what including all the ones that happened without the full band. Mm-hmm. Just like it started with me and the drummer, then me and the drummer and the bassist, then me you and the bassist and the drummer and then our all those plus the rhythm guitarist. Mm-hmm. And for mo- like all around that's what like six practices, five or six practices? Um I think two for sure at the old place. Mm-hmm. And this would have been the third time at the new place, so at least five at times least five. that I've been at, I believe. So probably, so probably seven, because I think I practiced once with just the drummer and once with the drummer and the bassist. Yeah, seven practices. Almost every single one of those practices has some form of technical fuck up. Yeah, like the like uh, the one the the one like two practices ago was absolutely fucking horrible sound quality with trying to like balance out the feedback and the oh, echo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the last one, it was a little bit better because we knew where we were putting everything, but the ri- took, the rhythm took guitarist a, took a panoramic picture oh, yeah. of, of everything so we knew where everything should be exactly. placed. And, and the rhythm guitarist said his amp was kind of screwing up on him. Yep. And then he actually got a brand new amp, so he sounded fucking great. Mm-hmm. And this time, I was getting really frustrated with my amp because it it's old and it's a piece of shit. And uh, it's got character. Sure, we'll, we'll say that it's a dead character, but it's got character. exactly. It's a, it's a horrible antagonist. <laughs> it's like uh um like his his was pro- his first amp was probably. It was just smaller and, like I said, a little old, not near as old as mine. Yeah. But uh, but I think the sound quality, like it was, since it was closer in quality, it sound it made us both sound better. Mm-hmm. Since he got a brand new amp that sounds amazing, it made my amp sound so much worse. <laughs> so I was just not happy at all with how I sounded the entire practice because oh, that man. stupid amp sounded like shit and I was angry. Yeah. And that was psyching me out. So I was fucking up all my solos and. Yeah, I was not happy. You but. were in your own head. Yes. Whereas I could finally hear myself, and I had not a lot of sleep that day, mm-hmm. and let's just say it probably was better when you couldn't hear me. <laughs> Be- well. Because I had to rely on both you and the bassist basically telling me when to come in on songs on songs because my brain just was not working i didn't know where i was who i was with i think i had like four energy drinks that day to try and keep myself Holy awake cow. and i was just i woke up at like three thirty or 4 o'clock in the morning and i just had, was up since then and by the time that we get practicing i'm just like i'm dying yeah but thankfully that water jug yeah you yeah. got a big ass oxygen tank of a water jug. Uh, uh, a big old one gallon water <laughs> water jug that's like you're supposed to drink all of it in one day. It's got like the time markers and stuff yeah. on it. Yeah. I think he sounded great. And uh I was able to hit the high note yep. in some of the songs, which is about a seventy five percent chance that it'll happen. So 
Well, that, that should tell you then. It's the fact that you you hit it while with all of the handicaps that you were under. So that's mm. a really good sign. Mm. Maybe. So. We'll see. Mm. Oh, once we get in front of a larger group, I, I know we had a small group of people there, but we'll see if I can still do it in front of oh, I think hundreds of people, thousands of people, hundreds of thousands Hundred, of people. Well, yeah, let's say that. <laughs> let's keep ourselves happy. Uh, I know. Well, I, I, was, I just I just imagine. Yeah. You know? Me too. Trust me. I've been fantasizing about playing in front of a large crowd of people since I was like 15. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I was talking to the, or I was texting the rhythm guitarist back and forth a, co- a couple of days later. And uh, I told him, it's going to sound so much different when we play in a room that's not a giant echoey ass building because that's the only place we've played. Mm-hmm. The only, we've only played at two places and both places were huge Lead-lined aluminum, wa- aluminum foil-covered walled sheds. There's no radiation getting There's into these no. sheds. This thing could withstand the fucking Hiroshima bomb. Yep. So when you, it's it the the echo is so prevalent. So it's going to sound so weird in a smaller space that's mm-hmm. an actual building mm-hmm. and will actually, for the most part, be filled with bodies that are going to absorb the sound. Yeah. It's going to sound crazy. It's it's going to be a completely different experience. I yeah. think. I, um, I practiced out. I didn't practice in those types of locations. Uh, the few times that I have played in at a gig, yeah. And I, the the difference between playing in someone's house and playing in a bar was staggering to me. Yep. So it's gonna it's gonna be like I'm gonna I'm gonna say we might have to ask the people if we can practice. We can have a test run in their place before we right we play just so we can get used to the fact that we're not going to be echoing it's yeah. going to be crazy yep that's fair but but yeah that was is, that, is there anything else you had happen yeah uh, i don't think so okay okay uh well uh i guess god i always seem to forget right when i'm about to talk <laughs> like what happened um well i don't remember what happened two weeks ago because i suck but I do remember that we had band practice. Mm-hmm. I thought everything was great except for the fact that I couldn't remember lyrics, had the lyrics in front of me even, still couldn't remember them. Oh, yeah. I was seeing stars while smelling colors. Smelling it, colors. Yeah. It was, um, I don't know. My, I sang two songs and I did it had the same exact thing happen to me. My brain was just not in the right state of mind. It was weird. First off, being able to hear yourself after, you know, trying to make out what is coming out. Cause yeah, I was just so much louder this time with the PA system that your brother brought. Mm-hmm. Um, it was first off awesome. Cause I could actually hear myself. Uh, the people that came could actually hear me. Uh, which, you know, that's kind of gives you like a similar sound. I know, like you said, when it's in a big building like that, you know, you're not going to have any idea what it's going to sound like, Mm -hmm. but at least knowing that, Hey, when you can hear every single person playing, this is what it's going to sound like. And people are like, yeah, sound sounded pretty good. Then you're like, okay, now we just need to figure that out, get it to a certain point that all of us are like in a happy groove with one another Mm -hmm. and no one's too loud, no one's too soft. And that's just, you know, a lot of that's messing with sound, the mixer and yeah. stuff like that. And Which one of <laughs> us five is going to have to become the, yeah. the audio guy. <laughs> and if we do get a, a mixer, I don't see any issue with that being a thing because I like sliding. 
up things up and down and turning knobs. <laughs> no, no, in ever... fact, uh, Greg's actually a DJ. Yeah. Uh, he the, does uh, weddings and bar mitzvahs. And... In all honesty, a DJ has to be really good. Oh, okay? yeah. I've, I've heard some bad DJs. They're just playing Cotton Eye Joe over and over again. And <laughs> I, I'd like to think I'm a little bit better than that. I'm the crowd pleaser when it comes to music selection. So it's oh, like yeah. I I always would I always took pride in knowing that I could read a room and find out yeah. is this song gonna be a song that everyone's gonna like? That was one of my big things back in like high school and college was yep. Making fire playlists. Fire playlists, but knowing when to skip a song. Yeah. Yeah. So Oh yeah, we uh we Oh, did we talk did that happen within the last two weeks? We had did we talk about the friends Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- there we go. Thank you. Two oh, we- yeah. Two- I completely forgot too. Two two weekends ago we had Friendsgiving. That yeah. was that was fun time. That was so much food. Absolute gallons of fun. So much food. Multiple of your water bottles of fun. Yes. And uh, played Full House. Very yes. f- fun, fun drinking game. Is that a tradition now at this point? It's the second year oh, yeah. in a row. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, for those of you um, people that have never heard of the game Full House, we're going to just explain it to you really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beer pong and flip cup combined. Uh, you got a shooter on both sides. If you're, you have team versus team, right team versus left team, you can have as many players as you want. But you just have to balance out the teams. And if your team shooter makes it into their cup, both teams race and flip cup. If your team wins the flip cup race, the cup gets removed. If it get if the other team wins, it stays. That's basically how that works. Yep. It Once you're out of cups, you lose. Fucking forever. Yeah. It's a lot of drinking because defenders on the other team for some reason are just better at playing flip cup. <laughs> But it's still, it's a fun time. It's so, so much fun. Yeah, I had so much fun playing that both both years we've done yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, so we we'll, so yeah we we had Friendsgiving, which so much so much fucking food. I had oh yeah I had leftovers going into like the the following week. Still, I was, really, I was I was eating stuff that I had, and then Maddie brought me leftovers uh, from her Thanksgiving, and then I was just like. Dang, this is uh this is a lot of food that I now yeah. have to eat. I'm not usually a fan of Thanksgiving food, mm. but for whatever reason this year, the food just hit just right. Oh, I was because the food at the that and then the food at my family Thanksgiving. I usually fucking hate Thanksgiving supper mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving Day at my parents' house because I'm I'm just not a fan of that type of food. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was like, all of this shit is like tasting really good. I yep. don't know if they like slipped me some. Drugs or something, and everything was just delicious. But a bunch of HGH. Oh yeah, everything. Dude. Yeah, everything tasted like candy. I think I know why I tried to forget two weekends ago. Oh yeah, because of this thing. Uh, I went tailgating at the OSU Michigan game mm-hmm. up in Ann Arbor, and uh, sad to say, but uh, while it was a fun time, and the people that uh, we were there with had quite the setup i mean they had like four tents combined wow. sidewalls uh a like portable fireplace that they put inside of it Jeez. um uh they had a trailer my my god this trailer i want it it's uh i don't know a 12 foot trailer maybe and uh on the side there's a tv that comes out of it 
uh, has two speakers on each side of the TV. It's got an iPad with like music selection on it. And then it's got a freaking keg tap on right next to it. Wow. So I'm just like, I want this trailer. That sounds like everything Greg wants in life. Yeah, that's really all. I mean, if they would have had an Xbox uh, <laughs> console in that thing, which probably had, but just we didn't get it out. And a copy it, of Days and Confused. And a copy of Days Confused. Yeah, I would be, I'd be happy. But uh, my one buddy, he was pretty drunk, pretty hammered, had to take lots of shots, decided every time OSU scored, we were taking shots. It's rough. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a rough time. Um, <laughs> the worst part about the entire thing was the walk back to the vehicle. Oh really? We got heckled hard. Ooh yeah. And, well, my, yeah. and while my one buddy was hammer drunk, he also was a huge OSU sports fan, and yeah. I had to put myself in between him and multiple people. <laughs> uh, there were multiple birds being thrown. Um, Middle fingers, yes, not actual birds. Throwing pigeons, pigeons, the robot ones, all over the place. They're pretty weird up in Michigan. <clears throat> and uh, I was just like, got back to the vehicle, and I'm like, I don't ever want to talk to you again. Like, <laughs> I need you to just shut up forever. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to hear this. You had to. You'd had to have expected that to happen. Mm-hmm. But should have brought a muzzle or something. Uh, there, there you go. I don't think I'll be going back anytime soon. <laughs> let me let me just say that. Yeah. The amount of heckling we got, which as an OSU fan, and I know people say OSU is just a bunch of really toxic, really <laughs> toxic uh, masculinity slash. You, I've just people give OSU like a bad name. Yeah. And I can see, I can understand that. But it's like it's it's like it's like you know when you get a when you get eggs from from the market you know there's always oh a, yeah there's a, <laughs> there's always a couple bad eggs in there you know? oh <laughs> oh yeah that's right that's right bravo thank you thank you thank you <laughs> but no I, I mean you can't you can't judge a book yeah no you you, you gotta yes there's definitely assholes you gotta take it by the average I mean I thought. Ann Arbor, I thought they were okay. It's just right at the end when you have a group of five guys that are, what happened? My buddy is just fucking exploding in rage and we're walking. And then one of the guys is just like dancing within two feet while following us for like an absurd amount of time. <laughs> he's just dancing around like around us. And, and he's just, I'm was like, he a greyhound? <laughs> well, I'm no, not your dancing greyhounds. No, but I was like, every time like he would try and get up against my buddy, I was like getting in between. Cause I'm like, if he turns around and sees this guy doing this, it's going to be squaring up. I'm going to have to make a police report. And I don't yeah. want to do that. So I was, I was like, dude, just stop like this. We get it. We lost blah, 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 blah. But, uh, to be fair, though, do you think a Michigan fan would would get spared? Had were they in? Um, in Columbus? I think I think uh, this is the big difference, okay. and and I could be one hundred percent wrong. Don't take what I say seriously. But I've been I, I went to OSU. I've been to tailgates OSU Michigan, and I've seen Michigan fans go by. It's more of a general thing. I I don't think we like 
like there's been a lot of just chanting at the top of your lungs we don't give a damn about the whole state of michigan chant and just shit like that but i don't know if i've ever seen like picking someone out in a crowd and just getting up in their face Hmm. and then following them around for a while like that was a little weird but i don't know once again you got to take the average of the crazies and the nice people so we're all a little bit crazy Mm -hmm. so yeah that was two weeks ago and i probably wanted to forget because we lost but um then we had band practice like i said like i said and then this past saturday i got cultured pretty pretty hard oh yes i forgot about this i went uh pinky up greg put my pinky up and hold my drink out Mm -hmm. i went to the ballet oh yes you went to the ballet i went to the nutcracker Yes, I heard about this. Yes, uh, Maddie and uh, her friend had been talking about going to see the Nutcracker. And is she a fan of ballet? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, her friend was in ballet, okay. so I think that was more yeah of what why we were going. Mm-hmm. I think she also was really interested in seeing it. It's just, and I and I went in like with an open attitude. I was like, yeah, yeah I, I know the music kind yeah, of. Is and it Tchaikovsky? You know things better than I do, so probably. I'll look it up but um, it was me and uh, this other guy, which was uh, her friend's boyfriend, and uh, it was actually a pretty good time, except f- for the very beginning. Uh, parking was a bitch. That sucked. We went through an entire parking garage, paid yep. paid the five dollars to get in the parking garage, just to end up by a person at the uh, at the exit, and they're like. Hey, uh, go over to the other parking garage and press the hotel button. We'll cover it. Get over there. There's no hotel button. So what? basically had to pay for two parking garages. That was just some dude who just, just some dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. For the sure. second you passed out of view, he's like, those fuckers <laughs> fell for it. So we were we were like 10, 15 minutes late, mm. which whatever. We we got to see the majority of it. Yeah. And um, all I could say is, man, do I have the utmost respect for anyone in ballet or dance in general, because all I could see was them on their tiptoes, you know, just straight up and down plies. And And I'm looking at this and the entire time I'm thinking about every single time that I've stubbed my toe really hard. (laughs) And I was thinking back, it's like, it didn't hurt that much. It didn't hurt that much compared to what I'm seeing right now. If I had, if someone told me right now, do that, like go up on your tippy toes for two seconds, I'd roll my ankle. It'd shatter into a million pieces. These people are like, I'll hold it for like 25 seconds while I spin on it. And then my one leg flips out and does some cool moves. Yeah. All Um, while you have the expression of no artistic expression of no pain. Yes. Of just whatever mood you're supposed to be in in that scene. Yeah. And For ballet, uh, it's like it's like being an actor yeah. along with a dancer. Oh yeah. Have you seen pictures of like old ballet dancers' feet? I've seen like them. the way their their fucking feet form they, into like a they're cr- like crunched yeah, down like a heart a hag claw. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I don't need that in my life. Yeah. I don't I'll, think anyone I'll, does. I'll just I'll just state it was it was impressive to watch. I had a good time. Um, it wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be, so it wasn't like it dragged on or anything yeah. like that. So, so and the, yeah. the music of Nutcracker is awesome. Oh yeah, like the the one uh, the one guy that we were there with, he didn't even know that like half the songs were from the, from nut, the nut, were from the Nutcracker. Yeah, I feel like that's a common. So it was it was it was a fun time. Yeah. 
So it's not an experience you wish you didn't do. You can now tell people you've been to a ballet. Yeah, I've I've become cultured, unlike everyone else that hasn't been there. I, I you, I, I haven't been to. A ballet. You haven't been to a ballet, but I've been to shows. You've been to sh- you've been to a dance show. Before. Yes, yes. So, but all those. But other, I am not cultured enough to say that I have been to the ballet. All the other uncultured swine yes. out there. <laughs> I have been to the opera though. Oh fuck! I, no, I, I haven't. I'm lying. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to go to an opera. That'd actually be kind of cool. Yeah, dude. I don't, I want to like go to the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, that's the only opera I'd see. But like, opera is one of the few. We, I, we talked about that in the music genre thing, and I thought about it. The music episodes yeah. when I told you. That there's like not any genres that I don't like at least one song, which I guess Phantom of the Opera counts. But like that is one genre where it's like mm-hmm. I'm not knocking the artistic aspect of it, but I can't. I wouldn't be able to. That's a big deal for me to say I wouldn't be able to sit through an opera. I don't know. I think I could do it. I feel like we have to do it now. <laughs> I I think this is another one of those like you're sitting there just imagining what would happen scenario sort of thing. I imagine that I would go to an opera. Then for some reason, the lead singer would injure himself. And they're like, oh, no, the show, it's going to be never be on. And then I'm just going to go out there. The power. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> that I I mean, you've got me sold. Just I, I just walk up on stage in, in like street clothes. Yeah. And then I do an the opera. An OSU shirt. Yeah, I, I, then I do the opera. Dude, are, are we going to have to add a fan of the opera song to the set list? I, so mean, that you can... I mean, just to see if I can do it. Me, uh, weird, quick little tangent. Me and uh, my best friend who was my main drummer all throughout high school, uh, we actually did put together a rock medley of some of the songs from Fan of the Opera, the Andrew Lloyd really? Webber musical. Really? Yeah. And we were like, if we ever play this, if we ever get into an actual band that plays gigs, we actually want to play this and we want to get like phantom masks and put them <laughs> on for the performance because it sounded not horrible. Don't threaten me with a good time. It didn't sound good, but it did not sound horrible. Do not threaten me with a good time. <sighs> yeah. If you get the masks and you remember the song, and I listen to it on repeat for about 55 straight hours, <laughs> then maybe we can make that happen. I listen to the soundtrack of a Phantom of the Opera like once every couple months. I fucking and love yet that. you don't think you could if listen it, if to it's an not opera. Phantom of the Opera, probably I couldn't sit through Carmen. Okay, Carmen, I might be able to sit through, but like fucking what Don Quixote? I can't sit through Don Quixote. I can't sit through. La Boheme, I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. See, oh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know enough about operas, so I'm just going to let you have that one. You can tell me all the names. Oh, well, I just know La Boheme because that's what Rent was based off of. You've seen Rent, right? Yeah, Rent yeah, yeah, yeah. is based, like the story from Rent is just a modern version of an old opera called La Boheme. Oh, really? I did or not know La, that. La Boheme. I thought Rent was just Original? a... Original. I know there's a song in Rent, La Vie Bohème. Yes. That's so a that, call out to that. That opera. makes sense. Yeah. Look, look at you, Evan, just teaching me new things every day. Oh. But I'm, what you're teaching me is now, because because Selena loves going to that shit mm-hmm. because it's different and it's unique and it's not stuff that you do every weekend. I mean, yeah. it's not like uh fucking going to like she doesn't dislike going to movies but it's like going to a movie at this point well pre-covid 
going to a movie was just kind of something you could do. Mm-hmm. She she likes doing the things that are kind of an event. Yep. And we we all we're always on the lookout uh, um, for affordable ways to like go and and go to an event or like a yep. show. Yep. So what you're telling me is we need to find an, an opera. An opera of Phantom. You and Phantom Maddie of the opera. And us four will go to an actual opera. I'm in. And then I'll I'll fuck up the lead singer beforehand so you can have your moment. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna yell out to the crowd, whatever will we do? Is there a Greg in the house? It's like we have we what, have understudies. We have understudies and we have the understudies understudies <laughs> just for this type of scenario. No man, I got it. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me let me up there. I've got this one. But hold my beer. But yeah, uh so I went went to the ballet and uh then hung out with some of my family members yeah on Sunday and that was that. So And now we're here. And now we're here. And I just so happened to have watched on Sunday, dazed and confused. Dazed and confused. I watched it too. And I forced Maddie to watch all of about five seconds of it until she fell asleep. <laughs> and oh. I was just like, how dare you fall asleep during my favorite movie? I don't know. There's, there's, I mean, we'll get more into it when we start talking about it, but there, there is something. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll get this out of the way real quick. Not a fan of the hazing scene at the beginning. Oh, we're I, I'm gonna I'm going to talk about a okay. lot of things and it's let's let's just let's get into it. But you know? I'll say past the hazing scene, yeah. It's a it's it is kind of like a weirdly calming movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because everyone's smoking weed and everyone's chill, mm-hmm. but it's very it's a very chill movie. Yeah, I would have to agree. So I could I could easily fall asleep to this movie. Not because it's bad, but because it's it's just so calming. Oh yeah. Um you probably have some of this. Uh, in your in the back of your mind, um, this movie came out in 1993, I believe. Yep. Which was the same year as the Super Mario Brothers movie. I looked up, yes. and uh, all I could think of was, "Wow, what wild times 1993 was." Jurassic Park also came out that year. Damn, what a what a year! Yeah, very well, very tumultuous year. Uh, so, for those of you that. Did not watch Days and Confused. Yeah, let's go over the stop the movie. Stop the podcast. Go go watch. watch the movie. And if you're really, really wanting to know, I'll just tell you. Basically, this whole movie's premise is there is no premise. There is there is no <laughs> premise. Uh, basically, it follows the life and time of uh, a guy that goes by the name of Pink. I think his name was Randall. Randall Floyd, Floyd, which is wild that I get the pink. That's you funny. know that there's there was there was so many hundreds of people who had the nickname of Pink and then had their last name and Floyd. Then asked last name Floyd. Yeah. Oh, in the seventies. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. hell yes. So he's it's the last day of school. You know, going into summer, the he's the star quarterback. The coaches of the team like want him to sign a paper that basically is a pledge. It's a drug pledge. Don't do drugs. Don't take alcohol. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, but he, real quick, he was a he's a junior going to be a senior. Correct. So, but like at the last day of school, then when the last day of school's over, he's technically a senior. Yeah. And the people who are who are in whatever eighth grade, mm-hmm. once school day's they're over, gonna, they're the freshmen. They're going to be freshmen. Okay. Yeah. It's ba- it's basically just you know. It's it's following the story of him mm-hmm. and his 
classmates, I guess, if, if you will, the, the school. Um, and he's pretty much coming to terms with not sure if he wants to do uh, football because he doesn't like to be controlled and why ruin his summer? You know, he wants to have fun, wants to go and do all this stuff. And it's basically just, it turns into, you know, like Evan said, some hazing, some, some fun summer memory, like party memory type deal. And, uh, it's, 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 you kind of have to watch it. It's really a cult classic. I think a lot of, it probably isn't super popular among everyone, but it definitely has a following. I would say yes. It, it, it's the de- it's literally the definition of a cult classic. Yeah, because there is a cult following of it. Um, I had no clue about this until after I watched the movie. But it is it's seen as a a it's, it's like a spiritual successor in in its format to American Graffiti, mm. which was uh, this this movie is is a Richard Linklater movie made in ninety three about a day in the life of someone who was going to high school in the 70s. Yep. Whereas American Graffiti was a George Lucas movie that came out in the 70s about a day in the the last day of school in the life of a person from the 60s. I did not know that. I've never seen American Graffiti. They say say that... um, There's... He's... I don't think he's ever confirmed it, but there's no way Linklater wasn't... Didn't know about American... It's the same... It's the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. It's like... It takes the takes place over the course of the last day of school. Yep. And there's no real plot. It's just following the life of these kids as mm-hmm. they as they kind of come to terms with, you know, life yeah. kind of going forward. And it's about like the social norms of the time, about the sixties. Yeah. And and I hadn't I haven't seen American Graffiti either. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Lucas fan, but yeah. um when I read that I was like, Oh, there that's where that comes from. Yep. And I I think when I think of the seventies, dazed and confused is like just the personification oh, yeah. of the seventies. And I say, like I said, you know, Pink is the main character. He's kind of the main character, as like you said, what they did with American Graffiti is it jumps from character yeah. to character. It's you're not really there's no set in stone character, but they're all very memorable yeah. for parts that I'd say have. I'd say there were it is a it never focuses on one more than the other besides maybe giving a little bit of impetus towards pink yeah but there are four main storylines so to speak mm-hmm. across the night there's pink there's Mitch who is a freshman yep. who is uh, caught up in all this and he he his is kind of intertwined with pink because pink kind of takes him under his wing yep um there's the this the same exact thing that's happening, but gender flipped with this girl named Sabrina who gets taken in by Mitch's older sister. Yep. And they're kind of off doing their thing, which is kind of the same things that Pink and Mitch are doing. Yep. And they end up at the same party at the end of the movie. And then the last one is this group of three friends mm-hmm. um, that are just randomly there. Yep. And you're just they're just kind of seen as like the outcast type sort nerd, of nerd kind of i guess but not necessarily I, I got that i was like if these kids were considered outcasts man i wish i grew up in the 70s yeah yeah because <laughs> because that that maybe maybe it's different in town ta- well i'm it does take place in like a town it's not yeah. a city yeah um it takes place in texas yeah um but that I'll lead that in real quick into I was so I had no clue the amount of people that were in this movie that yeah. went on to have huge careers. Yeah. This is I believe Matthew McConaughey's first big time role. Major role that he had. 
And uh, look where he is now. Yeah. Now he's king of the world. That beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's uh, there's so many so many good actors and actresses. Uh, Mila Jovovich, she was kind of featured a lot in the advertising for it. A lot, apparently a lot of her scenes got cut. But uh, she's in it. Uh, ben Affleck's in it. Uh, Rory Cochran's in it um, from Black Mass and mm-hmm. Waking Life or uh, Scanner Darkly. Anthony, I was fucking floored to see Anthony Rapp in it. He plays Tony. Mm. Um, Anthony Rapp is, everyone probably knows him the most from Rent, mm. both the Broadway show and the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Goldberg's in it. From, uh, he's Mellish from Saving Private Ryan. There's so many, like, you're just watching it and you're like, oh my God, there's that guy. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> The, this is this is why I love doing these types of episodes because you know every single fucking <laughs> character and their what they end up doing down the line. I know people by the names that I catch in the film and if I know them outside of that film. <laughs> so I'm going to just apologize in advance when I say Ben Affleck's character and I keep calling him Ben but there's actually, <laughs> but there's actually a Ben, I believe. In yes, ben, there's a Benny, I think. Yes, Benny. And the uh, the, ol- the only thing that I know about Ben's character, Ben Affleck's character, is his last name is like O'Banion. O'Banion, yeah. I have no idea what his first name is. Fred. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have to. Now I'm gonna have to figure out how to <laughs> say Fred instead of Ben. Fred Ben, Dusty. Oh, Fred Ben. <laughs> walk with me oh my um i guess i'm just gonna i'm gonna like like we always do i have a pretty much yeah i i watched the movie and when things happened i wrote about it so you want me to go first since i know i ha- i don't have as much yeah as, sure as you. sure 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 um so first thing i want to talk about was the american graffiti thing um i only have five things that i can think of that i actually wrote down to talk about okay so w- real quick comment this is one of the things i have never in my life seen so many high fives ever in 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 the span of an hour and a half to oh, two yeah. hours oh, yeah. there is probably a high five per capita once every like 30 seconds in this movie yeah especially they're just rapid firing in the beginning of the movie because everyone's kind of like you're it's they're trying to establish who knows who oh, yeah. and just every time someone sees someone there's a freaking high five mm-hmm. it's like i don't know something about that just feels good we need to bring back high fives we need, we need to bring <laughs> back the high five you're right and we need to make it more normalized. Yes. And everyone has a personalized high five with, with each other. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, fuck Wooderson and yeah. And who is his, I can't, wow. I can't w- remember. Wooderson and pink. No, it's not pink. Oh, it's, uh, it's Don. Don. They have the high, the special high five where they stick their two fingers on them. They smell, they smell each oh, other's that two one. fingers. And yeah. everyone's like, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, everyone should have a, customized high five with everyone that was uh, big in the 90s too yeah through the 70s yeah we just stopped doing it i guess Every, everyone's unoriginal now yeah it's all just sup sup here here's one and it's more of a question so when the hazing began and the freshmen are trying to are like running out of the school to avoid the the upperclassmen mm-hmm. one kid like right like you takes a slide okay I what have, the I, fuck is I, that i have that too okay Am I just, am I missing something here? That dude straight up, I think it was like an old school fire escape oh, to like get okay. out of the school immediately or 
the world's largest gutter that I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think <laughs> I don't think it was a gutter. Why, why else would there be? Because I, I said, I said the same thing. I'm like, why is there a fucking slide? Like who? They didn't have slides about the second story in the. But 70s. that was that was my only thing that I could think of was it was probably right like at next to a escape. window or something as a fire escape. But why would they do that, knowing full well kids are going to use that like a slide? Probably because the school's cool. Yeah, they just, that is true. They did not give a shit about safety. They back gave then. zero fucks. Yeah. I mean, all the all the teachers were like laughing along yeah. as all the freshmen are yeah, getting hazed. Yeah, yeah, I've got something about that too. Um, fourth thing, just wanted to make a shout out to I. I did laugh out loud when the uh, the freshman dance is happening mm-hmm. at the at the recreation center. Yeah, um, it's just so it was so funny seeing like everyone looks so depressed. <laughs> Like all the girls are like looking down and looking really dejected, and then the camera passes in front of this one kid who like is just has the goofiest smile on his face. Yep. And all the girls are like a foot taller than the boys, and I'm like, this is so wholesome. <laughs> this this is such a like not necessarily a memory that I want to relive. No, but, not but, at all. But uh, something that I think may have happened in my past Probably, that we, we yeah. need to like put seal away in a dark closet yes. somewhere. It was very relatable. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, the fifth thing, um, similar to the high five thing, did you notice in the scene outside the uh, the Emporium where mm-hmm. everyone hangs out from for a portion of the movie? Yeah. When Mitch is talking to Sabrina, um, first of all, I really don't want to hate on anyone, but I will admit uh, the the I think his name's Wiley Wiggum is the guy who played Mitch. Um, not very experienced actor at this point in his life yeah. for this movie. And you can kind of tell his, his, his lines are a little bit stilted. He, uh, he doesn't look like he really knows how to like physically act. He doesn't know what to do with his hands, which is like perfect for a eighth grader going That's in true. to be a freshman. That is very true. <laughs> but it, that scene, it's just, it's the most noticeable and cringy. Because he like for like I don't I don't know if someone's embarrassed yeah his older sister's kind of embarrassing him in front of people oh yeah and he touches the the bridge of his nose like I yeah. should have counted it it was like a hundred and fifty times in the span of like three minutes mm. he just kept doing the same thing over like to you could tell the he read the script and the script said he's supposed to look dejected and annoyed or something yeah yeah and the only way he knew how to do that was to like squint your eyes and touch the bridge of your nose and sigh yeah so he does that over and over and over and over again and i i was just like i need to bring this up to greg so the next time he watches it he notices how like i'm gonna be so upset now it's crazy it's like 150 times in a row oh my uh, so that's that's what you had then that's all i all i can think of off the top of my head about what i wanted to talk about yeah well Per usual, my list is more of just a scene by scene situation. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the movie, you're about to basically see it. <laughs> but in in uh, words from me, yeah, opens up with sweet emotion. What a song! Just just a great song. Yes. Um. Then they're doing cuts to, you know, basically just you know right away that this is a movie from the seventies. Yeah. It's like they're wrapping weed in a freaking thing. It's it's bunch rolling of, joints in the bunch of smoking hallway. kids. They're cutting to random students like throughout the thing. I mean, it's it's wild. The year is, I think, 1976, I believe, um, is what I think I caught. Uh, it's pretty much pretty much the last day of school. 
um, you're introduced to a lot of characters. Oh yeah. I mean, I think the first like big one that really gets an introduction is Slater, the druggie. Yeah. He's the most noticeable. Yeah. It starts off, I think with Slater and then you get like Woodward and Bernstein, I believe were their names. Uh, they were, that, that was a joke. Okay. They were called the guy. I can't remember who says it, but they, the guy called them Woodward and Bernstein. Those were the two guys who covered the Watergate scandal, mm. which happened in the early seventies. So it, it was very recent by the time the mo- this movie took place. Okay. Those two characters were, so I, th- those two characters were Tony and, and Mike. Okay. Well, I think I'm not going to remember that because I'm <laughs> stupid and thought Woodward and Bernstein were actually their names. That's no, me not knowing history. That was a reference. Um, the blonde one, the nerd, I the, guess if you will. If it'd be either Tony, it'd be. Oh, the, the blonde boy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Tony. Uh, um, he's retelling his dream yeah. that he had from the night before of <laughs> he just got with this really hot blonde or this like really hot chick. But the chick had the head of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Do you want to just uh, deeply dive into that situation real quick? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to get into that psycho. I think I like to think that this man, in his head, he wants a hot person, but he wants them to be the righteous, honest wow. person of similar because could not tell a lie upfront truthful woman well first of all that was george washington who couldn't tell a lie well abraham lincoln said he lied on no i'm just joking <laughs> don't 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 do that, that i did not think of that and that is incredibly true because all throughout the movie tony is seen as uh he's probably well, he, he's like why are you doing that like he's trying to fix the situations and stuff. The, the trope is called the only sane man yeah he's the only sane man in the entire thing he's the most like neutral and chill and like yeah just kind of observing people and he doesn't do anything super crazy Mm -hmm. so that is that makes a lot that's some good fucking movie analysis greg that's very true thank you thank you thank you didn't have to go full psychology on me (laughs) i i did tell evan that i was going like i texted him and said are you ready to just like be be ready for psychological greg deep dive psychology yeah because uh he's gonna get both psychological and philosophical it's gonna be pretty wild um, and then I think it opens with the coach talking to the guys. He pretty much wants them all to sign a no drug contract slash pledge. Uh, I thought it was funny about the whole main character, Pink Floyd. I was like, really? Like, that's wild that, of course, his nickname's going to be Pink, but whatever. Um, Benny, he's, I like to think of him as, orig- originally, I liked to think of him as the redheaded asshole. Duh. Yeah, that's very true. I, I I think he kind of grew on me as as the show went on, or the movie. Mitch, well, they all they all start off kind of they cut they all start off like super assholeish, and then they kind of except for Pink. Pink's just kind of neutral. The yeah, entire well, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Tony. Yeah, Tony. The Tony's the same one. Yes. Um, um, that that is because the um, Benny is his name's Cole Hauser. Mm. He's done he's done a lot of uh, movies with Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Usually playing like the same character, but just their friend. Yeah. He's probably, to most people, he's probably known as one of the friends from Goodwill Hunting. Oh. He's one of Ben Affleck's and Matt Damon's friends in that. Yeah. Um, I think he was in Yellowstone recently, that too. But, probably is accurate. Um, but yeah, he, he kind of, he's, and he even has like, it's, it takes place in Texas and he's got like 
he's almost got like a New York accent, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. Um, I think it then cuts to uh, Mitch in, I think he's in class then or whatever. He's, I think he like just becomes awesome in this movie that like I put myself in his shoes of, shoes of like the, the eighth grader freshman all of a sudden, like, yes, don't get me wrong. Hazing sucks. But because he faced the music, like he got let into the fold. He got the respect. He got the respect mm-hmm. by having one shitty thing happen. He basically is going to start his freshman off like awesome because mm-hmm. all of the seniors are, you got to think about it. All the seniors are going to invite him to all future things like going forward. Like you'll be the freshman that we invite to things. It'll mm-hmm. be awesome. Just setting up this awesome thing to have happen to this kid. Yeah. Just saying. And it's mostly because of Pink. Yeah. Because Pink Because Pink is a real one. Is a real one. Yeah. He's probably one of the coolest high schoolers in movies, period. Yeah. I would have Aside to Aside from the whole, there's one thing that he does that kind of sucks. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're going to talk yeah. about. Um, the seniors have their hazing thing with the guys, with the freshmen. Um, they, for some Actual reason. Actual physical abuse. Physical <laughs> spanking, which... With a paddle. With a Like, they made paddles in wood, in class, wood, class. Or wood shop class. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> did, did that happen? I mean, it probably did because it's the 70s. It had to have. In, in Texas? I'm yeah. sure it Oh, I, I, I'm sure it happened. But, yeah, I mean, that's it is where it is, I guess. Just something the, so demeaning about it. That was something, something, you know, like every decade had probably something that was a little bit bad. Oh, yeah. That was, ha- hazing has kind of gotten better, I feel like. But well, yeah, because now people the, consider it bullying. Bullying and can face, like, legal yes. stuff with it now, whereas it just kind of happened, and you're like, nope, that sucks. Have to You have to deal with it. Yep. But. Then you cut to Ben Affleck's character. I have him as this loser Mm. that is being held back and is just the freaking class bully named named O'Banion. Yeah. Which you now tell me is Fred O'Banion, which. Okay, that's fine. And they're basically, they're all, you know, at the ele- is it elementary school in eighth grade? Because they had to drive to it. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that, yeah, the element, the eighth grader in the elementary school. Yeah. They're, they, the senior guys all hop in the vehicle and they drive to the elementary school or whatever, or the middle, middle school. school, whatever, where the eighth graders are and basically calls, calls them all out, tells them they're, where they're going to be. And it sucks because I, I didn't mention this, but like the sister, Mitch's sister is like, guys, go easy on my brother next year. Yep. Like, he's gonna be a freshman. Just be, it'd be really nice if you did that. You know, it's a sister trying to protect her yeah, brother. Which ultimately, which do seals not his do doom. that, sisters. <laughs> Jesus, man. Well, that's the thing. Real quick, I want to get into something that I did want to talk to you about because it, it directly corresponds to that. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's it's just, and and we might be getting too personal here. But I don't know if it's just the climate that we went to school with. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So when I watched that, it brought me back to the way that I used to like socialize in high school and, and early high school. When it's like, yes, they're calling you out because they're saying they're going to kick your ass. But to be like, if, 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 a, if a group of seniors were like shouting at a group of freshmen... Mm-hmm. And then they singled me out. I know that back then my fucking attention starved ass would have been like almost proud. 
So like if if I were in Mitch's shoes, I would have felt a little bit cool because yeah. the seniors like, singled oh, man, me they out. Know, they know my name. And they yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So I and I had that thought. I was like, that that's such a crazy concept to think like how different that headspace is is that he gets called out and all of his friends are like, that fucking sucks, dude. And he's mm-hmm. just like rolling his eyes and he's he's going crazy when were that me, I'd be like, I feel like I I feel like I just got shouted like, out. Like by a celebrity. Yeah. So, sort which, of which when you're a freshman, the seniors are like you you in your head, you're like, Oh, these are some cool kids. Yeah, know? of course. Which they're just kids, you know. Yeah, of course. It, it, but, but <laughs> having been both now. Yeah, we've we've been both. Right? Were we both freshmen? Uh, I don't think I ever became a senior. Oh. Just skipped right past it. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. Um Mitch goes and talks to the teacher to like yeah. can you you know like every minute you keep us here like is, increases our increases, odds of survival or like, every minute you let us out early increases yeah. our chance of survival and he goes boys i'm gonna tell you what happened to me back in like nam or whatever <laughs> in korea and he goes 50 men went into the jungle the 25 he ain't coming back <laughs> or, something, or something like that uh and they're just like oh man then boom, bell rings, school's out for summer. Yep. Perfect, perfect time to play. The the song placements yep. and just the song choices, great. Love, love everything about it. A third of this movie's budget was on getting the getting rights the rights. Songs. I I that's, believe that's not a that's not a falsity. I'm that's you look that up, yes. didn't you? Damn, a third of the fucking budget. Yeah, that's and it shows. Yeah, yeah. No, every it, single song's a fucking banger. Yep, I. I call out that I said the most elaborate escape via slide <laughs> in, yes! into a bike ride. Like his yes. bike is just waiting for him there. Yeah. He hops on after the slide. That was way too coordinated oh, for yeah. 1976. Oh yeah. No way was that happening. The cheerleader hazing. Yikes. Yeah. The, the that, women's hazing was almost more brutal. That was like a degrading thing. Yeah. I mean, at least with the, the guys it was more of a physical thing it wasn't like <laughs> emotional trauma yeah the girls and stuff like they made them have pacifiers let them around on leashes uh yeah they made them like propose to the seniors they made them lay on the ground and fry like eggs and stuff and then they sprayed condiments all over them I'm just no, like the the leader of this is Parker Posey. Oh, plays a, a girl named Darla who is like do the not lead. like do not like her character. She uh, that's what I was gonna say back when you were talking about Ben Affleck's character. Um, she is the equivalent. She's the equivalent. Yeah, and, they, and Ben Affleck says that he actually disliked uh his the outcome of this movie, but only because he said I was the only unlikable character in a movie that is literally everyone else is likable. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, well, there's one other character in this movie that is as unlikable as O'Banion, and that's Darla. Yeah. She's a complete alpha B-word, and she she like is like screaming at these freshmen, calling them sluts. And She's and, an alpha bear. I yes, like yes. Good. She, is, she is an alpha barrel. Yeah, okay. Um. No, I, yeah, it was just ridiculous. You had the girls doing one thing. The guys are chasing them down in their cars. I mean, it literally turns into a. Where are the police? They're just. They turned this entire thing into a into a police chase. I don't. No. I don't. Seventy six. I don't think the police existed yet. Oh, really? I don't think that happened until eighty three. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not true. 
I hope. Just respond with that every time I say yep. some bullshit. Um, the kid that is an eighth grader turning freshman has his license and is driving that car. The Leonardo DiCaprio looking kid. Yeah. Whatever his name was. I had no clue what was going on. It was there. not, I do not think it was Leonardo DiCaprio, no. but it looked like him kind of like a young Leo. Not, not the blonde kid. Look, you go back to that scene in your head later or yeah. whatever. And you tell me that doesn't look like a young Leonardo DiCaprio. But you're not talking about the blonde kid though. No, no, not talking about okay. the blonde kid. Yeah. I'd have to go rewatch it. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That couldn't have been an eighth grader. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, what happened, but they're basically getting chased by Ben Affleck, O'Banion, whatever, mm -hmm. Fred. They chase Mitch and the blonde kid. I don't know what his name is. You probably have it in your encyclopedia of no, brain power. I do not remember. Oh, wow. Got him. Uh, Got him. The f they freaking catch him outside. They catch the two guys outside the house, and he's going to just beat the shit out of him with this paddle. And then the mom just fucking whips a shotgun out, yeah. points it at him. Yikes. 70s were a crazy time. 70s had a lot of shit happening. He takes getting a shotgun pulled on him very very calmly. well yeah like I mean, it I, happened like it happened all the time he obviously gets him back for it later in the movie well attempts to get him back later. yeah but like i was like he's still being kind of like sassy with the woman who's got a shotgun in his face that's very stupid obanion well it's kind of easy to see why you're is being she held back is she really gonna shoot him you know she racked it <laughs> i mean so so <laughs> yeah all she had to do was move her finger her index eh, trigger well. finger and uh no fucking argo the air raid shit parker posey yep air raid. they're getting up going back down getting up going back down that's like it was like a coat like a coach like like a military drill sergeant. military drill coach sergeant whatever mm -hmm. you want to do um like i said before put condiments all over them flour like make them go up and just while while this song is playing why can't we be yes. friends <laughs> like seriously what the fuck yeah having them propose to the seniors uh sabrina actually proposes uh to the blonde tony. to tony saying guy mm -hmm. and he's like oh no, no you're you're fine like you can talk normal like he's very cool he's very chill very whatever um, I believe this was the guy's name, and I didn't mention him earlier. Don? Don, yeah. Dawson. Yes. What a name. Don Dawson. And he's introduced wearing denim overalls. Yeah. And for some reason is just the horniest motherfucker yeah. in this entire movie. Once again, I, I, I will admit the movie started and rubbed me the wrong way because I don't really like movies where the main characters are assholes. Mm-hmm. And he does. He, and once again, I'm a very judgmental person because that the one within the first 10 minutes of him being introduced, he's like passing this nerd in the in the hallway and he does like the fucking books out of the yeah, or, yeah. No, like he like puts his gonna, fist gonna up like he's going to punch him and he makes him flinch. Mm -hmm. And I'm like immediately like, I don't like him. Yeah. Of course, by the end of the movie, you're like, I mean, he's obviously a dick, but he's a, a lovable high school dick. Yeah. So. The girl from Biodome and Big Daddy, I believe. What's her name? The blonde, the blonde one that talks like this. Is that not Mia? Is that the Mila? I don't know what her name she, is. No, she's not blonde. Mila was brown haired. Okay. Well, uh, the blonde one was her name. Chavon. Might have been. I don't. I don't know her name. 
but um pretty sure she was in biodome and uh big, big daddy, daddy i believe i don't know that a hundred percent but i feel like that's what i remember her from um she's trying to not be an asshole whereas that poser posy whatever her name is Darla. she was just uh i hated i hated yeah. every minute of it she's not very fun to be around yeah just take that to heart. Yeah. And then Mitch's sister, she's actually kind of nice. Yeah. She's very totally likable. Get it, you know. She gets a little down down into it when she's hazing. But yeah, but. She, the second it's over, she's like, hey, we're, we're cool now. Because basically what she, what Pink is doing with uh, Mitch, she's doing with Sabrina. Yeah. So um, cuts to Ben every, letting everybody know that he got a shotgun pulled in his face. He's pissed, which rightfully so. Nobody wants a shotgun in their face. True. Specifically in the 70s. The freaking girls drive them through the freaking car wash. Like, was that the hot wax or what? Like, they have hot wax back then? I don't know. Uh, hot, <laughs> wax, hot wax didn't exist. Pretty sure it was just, just water. lukewarm water. Lukewarm water to wash all the stuff off. I'd be it's still a little degrading. It, it worked, though. Yeah. They all came out of it pretty clean. So the hazing. What I could say about it is, is that it was fucked up. But I also look at it as it was the 70s. It was a different time. Yeah. You got to judge it in its time. You got to judge it in its time. In this entire movie, you have to judge with that mentality. Because yeah. there's a lot of sketchy shit. A lot of strange things happening. You know, you guess just, what? The seventies were sketchy. And they strange. were sketchy <laughs> and strange, and everybody was high and drinking all the time. Yeah, of course. Um, I believe the one kid that's throwing the kegger, his name's Kevin. I believe. Um, he gets screwed Pickford. over. Pickford. Yeah. Yeah. He gets screwed because uh, the keg guy comes too early. Which don't you just hate when that happens? Yeah, dude. Something. I got a nickel. If you like, okay, you know, you're having a party, you're trying to have a party, and like someone parents come home and ruin it or i'm putting i put myself in in the mentality of every single character when i like look at it and i was like how would i react to this happening and i see how different or how similar it is and it doesn't I, it doesn't make you feel weird asking putting yourself in that mind space and and thinking the words man yeah you're trying to have a party and your parents come home and they fucking ruin it and then you're like i'm 31 <laughs> This is weird for me to be thinking. This. I mean, it's 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 a little weird, but like, what is nostalgia? You're looking yeah. you're looking back on memories that you had from the past. You don't relive these things as you're watching them as your 31 year old self. You relive them I'm, as you were. When I'm you were... I'm going back in time yeah. as if it, I was that age, sort of thing. Yeah. Um. By the way, isn't Pickford's dad a fucking douche? Yeah. That guy sucks. Take all your start unpacking. We ain't leaving. We ain't leaving. And he thinks he's so fucking tough. Like he's just fucking ruined his son's his day. Stupid sideburns. Yeah, but then he still lets his son go out and party. Yeah, anyways. I did think that. It was like, you would think if you knew your kid was going to have a party, you'd be grounded. You'd be grounded. But apparently Obviously. grounding wasn't a thing. So They're also dumb enough to like, I mean, clearly his parents don't approve of drugs, but they're up there fucking using drugs. And then when... One of them comes upstairs and knocks on the door. They have to like hurriedly make the room not smell like drugs. It's like, are you fucking stupid? Do it somewhere else. God damn it, people. It's like, why would you go to the one place where it's frowned upon? Just go somewhere else. Yeah. You know? Um. This is when you finally see, as the song uh, Free Ride, I believe. Yep. Come on and take a free ride. That one. 
that starts to play the the songs playing and the scenes that were happening are just if i if i had to know what was happening in it happening in this entire movie i think i could take the songs that are playing in the background and those scenes that they're cutting from scene to scene so mm-hmm. quick and i could tell you what this movie is about because it's just personifying what's happening in the 70s what they're doing what they're it's 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 interesting to me that way. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, first sighting of Matthew McConaughey. Just just saying. Uh, what was it? Wood, Woodwardson. Wooderson. Um, what's his name? Doesn't talk yet. But the seniors end up going to the junior high baseball game, which is just such a terrible time for them to have a game the last day of school. That should last be illegal. Just saying. Rough. What I do know is that they're gonna fuck with these freshmen, soon to be freshmen. Well, they're, one in particular. You just most well, they wanna get Mitch, but they're well, also trying to get those other kids, you know. Yeah, because the kids ask Mitch, hey, can you can you go out the other can you go gate? Go back gate and save us. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, people just keep showing up at the Pickford residence, getting turned away. I'm like, man, I f- I feel like if I like I could see that happening back in the day for like other situations. Like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, this isn't the house. <laughs> like I've done that where like people <laughs> like people have told me, hey, there's a party going on at so and so's house. I'd go there, no such thing. No such thing. Or it's someone else's house. It got changed last minute because parents were home. Like I th- this is stuff that just makes me go back into my brain, like, man, I remember some of this stuff happening. Like also, what I get from that game is that Mitch is probably going to go and become a really good pitcher. Because he struck out that kid at right Yeah, yeah, for sure. Funny thing, uh, when Ling, when he auditioned for the part, he, uh, Willie, Willie Wiggum, once again, I know his last name's Wiggum. Mm-hmm. Wiggum told Richard Linklater he knew how to pitch to get the part. And then when that scene came around, he had to tell Linklater, I have no fucking clue how to pitch. <laughs> So they had to they had to show him from the behind only when he's actually pitching to have someone double in for him. Wow! So he lied to get the part. Isn't that like what everybody does? Pretty much. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, I don't think he would like Linklater was like you can only have this part if you can pitch. But I think like in the process they were like real quick question part of the role. Do you know how to pitch? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, pitch. yeah, I can pitch. And then later on, he's like, yeah, I can't I pitch. I know how to pitch. Like I could th- I could throw catch. That's that's yeah. different. Um, the seniors end up get given Mitch a tough time. They pretty much cut scenes. Oh my god, going to town like switch hitting on him, it's- dude. I finally get that reference from the Family Guy episode. They fucking reference that. I can't remember who does it to who. I think Adam West does it to Peter. Mm. But there's some point when he bends Peter over something and he and he spanks him with a wooden paddle to the yep. fucking whatever that song is. I can't remember what it I, is. I can't remember. I don't actually have it written down, uh, which is sad. Uh, oh, fuck. It's on the tip of my tongue. Son of a bitch. It's right on the tip of my fucking tongue. Ah, oh, uh, that sucks. It's going to hurt. But yeah, I've, I've seen that scene in Family Guy a million times and I never knew what it was from. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, it's fucking dazed and confused. Wow. oh man i mean the the main reason they did it was because his sister you know it's his sister's friends they're she's just trying to tell him go easy on him yeah terrible thing to say and i actually wrote in here tell a family relatable story oh uh as 
we know i've i've had four older sisters and uh while they weren't necessarily in high school when i was going into high school mm-hmm. uh I was at a lot of their high school parties because I was the annoying little brother that was there. And they would say, don't, don't pick on him. That made certain individuals want to pick on (laughs) me even more. Yeah. And I have a very like in-depth memory of one specific memory when I was hanging out in our basement when my sisters were having a party they told these two guys, just let lay off of him. Just like, he's not going to do anything. He'll be fine. Those two guys decided to duct tape me to a pole in my basement. <laughs> and, oh, man. You know, a part of me to this day wishes those two guys would just like, I don't know. Spontaneously combust? No, not not anything like that. But like their car would be at the bottom of a river somewhere but they're okay but they're up on the surface yeah like i want something bad to happen to them but not and then a little red dot appears on their forehead but no too far maybe okay maybe i won't (laughs) man i'm glad i called that guy (laughs) no more mr nice guy yeah there it is it's the song that just fucking came to me Uh, mr nice guy yeah no more he, 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 he. So just a relatable story of, for me, you got hazed. I got hazed, even though I wasn't anywhere near these guys <laughs> age, but whatever. How did they get you to sit still long enough to duct tape you to a pole? I was 12 years, 10 years, nine years, whatever it was, younger than they were. So they were holding you down? Yeah. Oh, damn. Like in similar, like. 80s fashion two guys holding holding me down and or one one guy holding me down while the other one gets duct tape it was bad damn that sounds traumatic it is i'm glad we were able to unravel that here how does that make you feel greg talking about that greg greg okay you didn't need to greg put the hammer down i see i see those two guys on the regular too greg i'm not the guys greg and it makes me greg no Oh, you missed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. You just hit that nail right behind me into the it's wall. Perfect. Nice. I, I, wow. I really need to hang this post or this picture right now. That was some really good aim. Yeah. But no, uh, they end up being done with Mitch. You know, mm-hmm. Pink comes rolling up and they're like, oh, we left you, we, we left him for you. It's your turn. And, you know, he just he winds up, winds up, winds up and then just taps. Yeah. He was so awesome at this point in the movie that it was surprising to hear him say he was going to do it. Yeah. And then when he kind of fakes it, you're like, all right, Pink's a cool guy. Yeah. It's it's like I was a little concerned. I thought you really were just going to F this kid up. And then you're like, no, I'm just going to pat him like that. That's like a joking pat. Like that's that's a that's a situation where it's like I have to do it. Otherwise, they'll give me shit for not doing it. So I'm just going to tap him. Mm -hmm. It's 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 whatever. Plus, he can say that he took part in the hazing. Oh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, He says later to Mitch on the ride home that he's like, I had to go through it. Everyone has to go through it. Yep. And usually it's a rite of passage. Yeah. He says, aside from O'Banion, who's a fucking tool, like once you do that, it's kind of tradition for the seniors to like invite the freshmen out and get them beer and, Mm -hmm. and invite them into the high school life. Yep. So he's like, I did. That's that's exactly what he ends up doing. He handled it the fucking best way possible. And it, and you know, okay. So, 
another side thing for me. Mm-hmm. Freshman, I was in band. Yes. The seniors, um, they did their little, as we talked for yeah. the band episode, <laughs> the hazing episodes. They and made child pornography with you. Sure. <laughs> and the older classmen, like after that whole situation happened, invited us to go and do stuff. So it was like a similar situation um, that just kind of, I could feel related to, I guess. It's like, oh, man, had one bad thing happen. But now it's like, oh, now they're cool. Like, yeah, just have to go through with it, I guess. Rite of passage sort of situation. Mm hmm. Um, and he's just trying, he's just being a good dude. Like, I don't, I don't, Pink is just really the MVP of this entire movie. Pretty much. They end up, uh, picking Mitch up later. Um, I don't, I don't know what I wrote here, but I wrote normal high school drama calling someone a bitch. That's right. I just remember. <laughs> so the scene where the three girls are driving around yep. before they go and get, uh, is that even the same car of girls? I don't think it was. I think it was a different car of girls. No, it was different. Yeah. They're just that driving. That was Darla and yeah, they're Siobhan. Tr- and they're just, that made me think of typical high school drama of like, someone said what? And then it just goes and explodes into this big thing. And it's like, well, they're not, talking not. about Jody. Yeah. They're talking, or not Jody. Wait, maybe Jody. I don't know. They're talking about Mitch's older sister. Mm-hmm. She's like, what did she call? What did she call me and this other girl? And the mm-hmm. other girl's like, I'm not going to say you guys are going to get mad. And they're like, we won't get mad. And she's like, all right, she called you a bitch and you a slut. And then the one's like, she called me a slut, that fucking whore. Oh my <laughs> God, I'm going to kill her. And then the two are like, whoa, take it easy. I thought I thought we weren't going to get mad. Well, I'm not. Or whatever. Yeah. Darla was the one that didn't get super mad. Which yeah. Was surprising. Yeah. Uh, they just keep cutting from car to car. Yes. Like they cut to the, I'm, I'm going to call it the nerd car, I guess, but it, they weren't nerds. The car of three outcasts. Yeah. The three outcasts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're talking to the guy in the back and he's like, not going to go to law school. What are you going to do then? I want to dance. <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. It's like I was not expecting that whatsoever. He's, he's very uh he's like the George Costanza of this movie. Yeah. He's like always complaining. He's he's kinda and then later on he goes he goes to Germany and fights in World War II and gets stabbed by a German soldier. I feel like I've not seen that part. No. But it's too bad. Um Wooderson finally shows up, Matthew McConaughey's yep. character. Picks up they pick up Mitch, you know, and he's asks if he's got a joint man. Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just <sighs> this was the role he was born to play. You know, you know it. I mean, he probably thought, what's the set? Um he get he's getting into character. He's probably thinking to himself, All right, it's the seventies. I'm like a couple years out of high school, you know. Maybe a year, maybe two, maybe more. We don't really know. I think we do know, but I don't know. And he's just like, I'm going to put myself in that mindset. I'm still living my glory days of of like being in high school. And he just goes, that's the character I'm going to be. Yep. All right, all right, all right. And he fucking does it. And he does it. And he does it so well 
that I thought for the rest of my life that that was how Matthew McConaughey was like in real life. He wasn't playing a character. He was like just, he wasn't playing a character. I just thought that, thought that was the mentality. But then like you see him like give giving speeches and stuff and it's like, oh, you're not Wooderson. No. You're, you're actually a person. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And that made me love that man even more. Yeah. He's a fantastic actor. Very, very good actor. Just saying. For, and then they show up at a place that I wish existed for seniors, like when we were. The Emporium? The Emporium. Like basically. A pool hall. A pool hall with arcade machines. And it's like, I would have loved for that to exist back in the day when we were seniors. Like Where I, high schoolers are allowed to drink and smoke in public? Yeah. That's crazy. Would have been awesome. It's basically someone's basement somewhere yeah. nowadays. But, uh. I wish that would have like existed. That would have been awesome. Yeah. There's now, no, that's not a, that wasn't a thing when we were in high school, like a correct. public place, a public place everyone... for people our age to go. Yeah. At least not around here. Not around here. No. Yeah. Unless you had a fake. Yeah. yeah unless you had a fake, whatever, no, like a fake ID. Yeah. 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 But I never said that. Evan said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, fake. Yeah. Fake. That was me. Um, totally the type of person who had a fake Evan ID. Evan definitely had <laughs> so many fake IDs. Everyone just... who knows me is laughing their asses <laughs> off right now. Uh, Pink introduces Mitch to some older girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, they stole statues and painted them like Kiss. Yep. I'm going to try and speed this up a little bit. Gene Simmons actually owns those statues. statues? Really? Well, he owned them for a little bit, and then he auctioned them off for charity. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Slater asks, are you cool, man, to Mitch? <laughs> And he's like, I don't know how to answer this question. (laughs) And he goes, do you get high? And it's, it's, it's such, it's the, the conversations between these people. It's like, it made me think of like, when you weren't, when you weren't on the inside of like a conversation like Mm -hmm. that, like, I don't know if you remember like, and like when we were kids and like someone would be talking about like, this is a terrible scenario, but like, Mean girls quote that's so fetch. Yeah, like the the little sayings that people yeah. say to each other, and you're just sitting there like, what? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like that was that scenario for me. I was going back into my head, and I'm thinking, I remember some a similar situation. Not someone asking me if I want to get high, yeah. but like you know, just similar stuff like that. Well, it's about it's the whole coming of age part. It's, mm-hmm, uh, he's mm-hmm. learning this shit as a freshman, so now he's he's learning what he needs to learn in order to be like Pink. Yeah, which is what he's uh, he, he's, he's pretty much wants goal. wants to be now. Yeah. yeah. Now he knows if someone asks, are you cool? He's like, I know how to answer that now. And that's what every kid as a freshman wants. Mm -hmm. They want to know exactly what to say to be cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The nerds, the outcasts, they end up showing up at the Pickfords for the party. (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny. uh, uh, Turn around, (laughs) walk away. Yikes. Man, Mike's like one of the funniest characters. Uh, I think I saw an eight track. Is that accurate? I feel like I saw an eight track, which in is Pickford's car in one of the vehicles. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So it was maybe I, I hadn't seen one of those before. Really, like, that was probably the first time I saw an eight track. Um, I wish the drive-in food shake places were still like popular. I know, like there are like what's the one that Sonic Sonic, but like that's not really like a place that people say they're gonna go to. No, on a Friday night. 
And or I'm pretty sure Saturday most night. Sonics at this point now are just like any other fast food restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I wish that stuff was still popular. Yeah. Like it, it would be cool. Honestly, if we just didn't have technology anymore and we could just go back to when we actually had to meet up with people, I think I would enjoy it a little bit more. Uh, I probably wouldn't. But mm, well, I'm with you. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, the talking from one car to the other while they're driving is just a crazy thing. Yeah. Um, first off, I feel like they were very close. They're just, I don't know. I don't know. Chatting away. I don't know. I don't know. They're having a conversation. I feel like that wouldn't be that easy. Yeah. And it's a normal ass conversation. They're oh, yeah. like, oh, there's a party later. And they're like, oh, really? Yep. Okay, cool. Well, see ya. You're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and you talked, you talked about this. The eighth graders having that dance. Yep. First off, last day of school dance. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I want to be doing. Um, then there's just a makeout room. Yeah. Like, which once again, my priorities must have been so skewed. Where were these when we were there? Those weren't a thing. I, they might have been. We just don't know. Well, we live in a pretty conservative Christian yeah, town. So. Yeah. But probably. like, what? Why? My 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 views are so skewed. Yeah. Like, if it, they made it seem like these two friends pulled this other kid away from which, the makeout session, which the other kid looks like he shouldn't be in this no, makeout session, not at, at all. all. Like, the other two kids, maybe, but like, they basically look. I'm gonna put it this way these two kids look like they could be in that makeout room making out with some girls. And this other kid should be like a considered an outcast. The other kid's whatever. almost like a little bit of a pudgy coconut He's, head. Yeah. Thank you. That was how I was trying to describe it in my head the other night. But like, why? Like, they make him feel like he's not cool. And when he was just he's, in there making out with a girl, making, he was making out with a girl. How how is he not cool? I don't get it. Oh, Maybe the set, there are some ways that the seventies is just a mystery. And because of it, because he decides not to stand out on his own and he falls into peer pressure and leaves the the dance with them he gets attacked he gets paddled by fred and uh, and then don throws him a beer they ask him to squeal like a pig a yeah. little a little fucked up a little fucked up but yes the trunk filled with beer once again a nice little you got yours here you go yeah. sort of sort of thing just saying mcconaughey's explaining his car talk i didn't know any of it but it sounded Not really impressive He's like, talk about some fucking muscle, you know? Not a fucking word. Yeah. I don't know if this was a big thing in the 70s, but I feel like some girls might have tried it as well. Why was flipping a beer cap so important? Uh, I have no clue. I thought it was just a way they were passing time. Really? Because I, I think I've seen people do that, and then it became like a thing for like five minutes to where people would just do it for like, when I say five minutes, it actually happened like a couple of times. Yeah. I don't know. Is this something, something in the brain that says cap, flip, go, done? Yeah, I don't know. Matthew McConaughey really needs to grow up. Can you just isolate that, please? Yeah. In this in this movie, he really, it shows he's thinking about getting back in college. Uh but then he says that fucking line. Mm. The one the that, most famous line. The, one, the, the most famous line. And, you know, it's so quotable, but it's a terrible statement. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you should call it quotable. <laughs> I have I have down on the floor here um a little uh coaster 
that has that quote. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I have. Well, it has a bunch of movie quotes because I got. It from, oh, gotcha. I went to 16 bit and bought like an eight pack. Mm-hmm. I got it out of a vending machine. It was awesome. It's got like the Indigo Montoya quote. It's yep. got that quote, which is that's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older. They stay the same age. Creepy as fuck. Creepy. Should not have been said, but we're also in a very different time period right now. Yeah, but the character, some of the characters in the movie also comment that he's kind of creepy. Right. So what he's saying isn't completely socially accepted. Correct. So we can feel okay with saying, you know what, that line kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit. Mm -hmm. Even if it is young in his prime Matthew McConaughey that any girl, any high school girls have fantasized about. Mm -hmm. It's like, that just screams predator. Yeah. So creepy. And then, uh, Mitch, Pink, and some of the guys end up go driving around. They end up getting high. They get Mitch high. Uh, then they just start doing some good old-fashioned vandalism. I was literally about to say that exact same thing. Good old-fashioned property damage. Yeah. Uh, trash cans, picking them up and throwing them at mailboxes, pretty much destroying the mailboxes. Yep. Um, and then, for some reason, they have a bowling ball and... They make Mitch throw it, and he just straight up throws it in the back of someone's car window. Yep. And they're all just kind of like... That was awesome. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Which, terrible now. Kind of ingratiates Mitch a little bit into the group, because they're like, man, you're crazy, freshman. Yeah. And from that moment on, Don's kind of... Don's not there. Don's in. Don's there. Don's there. He's kind of cool with it. Because Don says he's going to go rob the store. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then says, no, I'm just going to pay for it. And then comes back out and the fucking guy that had his mailbox busted up just holds him up with a gun yep like he's gonna shoot him or whatever they end up flooring it they shoot at the guy shoots at him it's pretty wild i thought someone was gonna get shot i for sure thought this was gonna take a turn i thought mitch was gonna get shot and then and then they're just spending the the entire time like doing cpr and, and trying to like cauterize the wound while going back and forth with like the other characters who are still just partying <laughs> they're just having having the time over their lives cut uh, to pink oh my god <laughs> stop the bleeding stop the bleeding um the uh the outcasts decide that they also need alcohol um which the one guy give while this is cutting back to the emporium the one guy gives mitch money to basically go get a sixer which Melvin. i which I think is just a. I think we need to bring back the the use of sixers. Dude, can you go pick me up? Can a you go sixer? pick up? Go pick me up a sixer. Like like we call them thirty racks now when it's bush light, I Jesus. guess. But uh, I was gonna say go pick me up a twenty four or yeah, but of pop. <laughs> the dude basically gives it to him because he's copying Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. He's just saying pretty much all the same stuff like, yeah, I'm working in the city, man. Like, yeah. just just money in my pocket. Just money in my pocket. He ends up running into his buddies. Uh, yeah, real quick, before you move on, that fucking cashier was just super chill, too. Super chill. <laughs> He's like just like he, a nice dude. Like, he might have been on something there as well. Maybe. Maybe. He just seemed kind of cool. He was just like, yeah, don't I know, man? Yeah. All right, take it easy. All right, have a good one. Yeah, it's like it probably does that every single time. Like, there's probably no one that ever gets denied there. No, well, he's right before Mitch walk or right as Mitch walks in, he's talking to a pregnant lady who's buying beer and cigarettes, <laughs> and he says, "I'll see you tomorrow." 
So let's just say the let's just say the seventies were a very weird time. They were. They were. We were we weren't so smart yet. Yeah. It takes some time. Yeah. They were all on the drugs. Yes. Yep. Uh, they end up deciding that they want to get back at uh, O'Banion. Mm-hmm. Um, they end up saying that there's going to be a party later at the Moon Tower. Mitch tells the older girl to go get O'Banion and ha- asks her to help him, like, fuck with him, basically. Yep. Um, the blonde kid, Pink's friend, that had the mom with the shotgun mm-hmm. is the one that gets caught, I guess. And uh, they straight up just throw paint on him yeah. from above. It felt great. Yeah. And I think this is the last we see of yes. his character for the entire rest of the movie. He has a major He has a major tamper tantrum. tantrum meltdown. And then he leaves and we never see him. And we never see him again. And honestly, honestly, it's not a bad thing. No. Um although once again you're watching that and you're thinking, why why in the why in the world would you do this? Yeah. You know he's gonna take it out on you so much worse later on. It's not like you're never going to see him again. It's like he's going to be there all of next year. And he's going to beat the fucking shit out of you mm-hmm. like multiple times. Oh, yeah. Of that. You don't anger the bully. No. Unless you know you can get away with it. Yeah, unless you guys, you say like every time you fuck with us, we're going to do something like this back. But yeah. I doubt you're going to do that. Yeah. Um, the outcasts end up getting invited to the party at the moon tower by Wooderson by Wooderson. Cause he's uh he wants the redhead, which the I think redhead. her name's Cynthia. Yes. Um, Marissa Ribisi. Is that her name? Giovanni Ribisi's twin sister. Whoa. Weird. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Giovanni Ribisi. He's, he's a famous actor. He's uh he was um, Wade from saving private Ryan. Weirdly oh, enough. Okay. The medic who gets, I just, I like how uh, he asks her if, if she needs a ride, but she's driving. She's in a car. She's in a car and she's driving. But he was clearly saying that to try to get her away from the dudes. Yeah, yeah, Once yeah. Again, little bit. Little, little strange. Little bit weird. Little weird. And then when those guy, the guys said, "Dude, when he graduated, we were like three years old." <laughs> um. And then she's like, "We're going to the party, though, right?" And they're both kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we're going to the party." <laughs> they start playing Kiss as they head to the party. Once again, just beautiful cutscenes of their on their way to the party. Yep. Um, and when they're at that party, this is the kind of thought process that went through my head. This looks familiar. This is like stuff that I saw really in college. Not necessarily the drugs, but like people shotgunning, you know? Mm-hmm. People oh. people beer bonging, public intoxication out in the woods somewhere, you know, like this was stuff that I remembered like this. I was like, man, this is, this is so like not nostalgic, but kind of nostalgic. Uh, just your normal high school shenanigans, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- the one drunk slash high guy that said he came here to kick some ass and drink some beer. He's almost out of and beer. And almost out of beer, which makes me think of the other Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm here all, to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah, that uh, dude is a fucking dick. Yeah, he's not a he's not a very cool dude. No. He he. That's why he's just a side character for like five minutes. But and you have to. But he's great at showing how well respected Pink is mm-hmm. because Pink, that dude's about ready to beat the shit out of Mike, and Pink shows up and breaks up the fight and says, "Dude, he's chill." And then Clint kind of backs off. Mm-hmm. And it's like this dude is just universally loved. 
Yeah. Do you you go back into your days and like think of one person that's like universally loved that were except they were like, no, you don't think there was anyone there. there, We did not have a a Randall. You didn't have anyone in your grade that you were just like that person could go, could walk into anyone's house and instantly like be like, Hey, I mean, I, I I know some people like that, but I'm I'm trying to think of someone who like is nice, is is nice, yeah. and like stuck stood up for people that were clearly weaker. Oh yeah, and were was like well respected enough to like be able to do shit like that, like break up a fight, and everyone's like, all right, all right, people yeah. got involved, we're we're cool. Yep, we didn't really have that in our grade because I was gonna say the first part, the part you're talking about, I would probably, I'd probably equate that to like my best friend. Mm-hmm. He had kind of that effect. Yeah. He was very, very well liked by a lot of the girls in our grade. And, and, and a lot of the guys thought he was cool. Yeah. And I was just kind of there by proxy. And I was like, I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I would have to agree with that. Yeah. Um, just to save for time. Um, I'm going to kind of go fast. They end up climbing the tower. They're fucking with Mitch about how the last guy fell mm-hmm. is a whole thing. Sabrina goes and talks to one of the guys, um, Tony, I believe. She's starting to get like into something with him. Yep. She's got feelings for him because she proposed to him that afternoon. Yep. Yep. It's that easy. You get yeah. proposed to and then you catch feelings. Yep. That's all it is. Uh, Mitch is fucking out of it. Then ends up getting with that sophomore girl. Uh, all of Pink's friends have been continuously trying to like s- get him into signing the pledge mm-hmm. as they want him to be the quarterback because they want their season to like be worthwhile and which they're just saying, man, it's just a piece of paper. Like you don't actually have to do it. And he's like, it's the principle. It's thing. the principle of thing. You know, he's like, I don't want to just do what they tell me to do because they want me to do it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the but one, ben, but Benny says the thing that kind of makes him sort of kind of be like, all right, maybe I should sign it because he's like, if you're not going to sign it for yourself, then sign it for us. Yeah, because we're we, by not being the quarterback, you're going to be letting all of us down. Yeah. So he starts. Something else happens later that pushes him back, but he starts to be like, all right, maybe I'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Then I think this is the part that you were talking about. Pink does the one fucked up thing. Yep. Cheats. Course, why did they have to throw that in? Pink gets with Mitch's sister, I believe. Well, well, they make out. Yeah, she they, he starts to get a little, and handsy. then he goes, "Oh yeah, I yeah, got." Well, she's like, "Don't you have a girlfriend?" Right after making out with him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, which I don't know. Would in the seventies was would they? I know it was free love. Would they consider kissing like cheating? Now it definitely maybe, is. Maybe not. I don't know. It's just such a such a thing of. Uh, just the main difference of now and then, probably. Yeah. Was... Well, because he's he says early in the movie, she he, she's like, "Are you going to come with me to the party?" And he's like, eh, "I think I'm going to hang out with my friends tonight, but I'll probably see you there." Mm. And you're like, "Okay." So they're obviously he's not like super into her, right? And then later on, he's hanging out with other girls in public after telling his girlfriend that. So it's like that's that's even at the Emporium. It's that not just even goes, like in a in a wood somewhere. He's just, just actively hanging out with other women when he told his girlfriend he, he's going to hang out with the guys tonight. Yeah. So it's like that just goes to show that even though we're saying how awesome Pink is, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So unless, of course, it's the society societal norm. Yeah. Like oh, I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe like it more wasn't okay. a big deal. I guess yeah. I don't know. Um, Slater, I think 
is talking about Martha Washington having a bowl waiting for George when he comes home. Like, man, she's probably like the coolest first lady ever. It's just behind every gray man, there's a gray woman. Yeah, he says because he he heard somewhere that George Washington grew hemp, <laughs> and he took that as he grew weed for yeah. everyone to smoke when. Mm-hmm. Is they're like they specifically made hemp so that you could smoke marijuana but not get high. Yeah, because it's all the it's without THC, isn't it? Isn't I don't know. Is? I don't know what that stuff is. Uh, after Mitch was you know talking to that sophomore girl, he's pretty much getting the shit f- shitting from the seniors, but they're really just kind of more proud, I guess, yeah. in a way. Oh yeah, they're they're like, oh man. You just, Getting with sophomore girls now, huh? Blah, blah, blah. Like you're just hitting them. At then, this point, he's squarely like uh, a popular adjacent. Yeah, he's he's like he's not mm, pink level, but like he's becoming he's like, a high school. He's becoming known as the freshman. We have a buddy. Both of us do. Mm-hmm. We have a buddy that I feel like was brought into the fold at a very young age, and because of it. I mean, he was he was liked by a lot of people. I I think at a young age he got pulled in, and what a guy that dude is now. And I think you know who I'm talking about. I have no clue who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, now that I know who you're talking about, yes, he yeah. is very very well liked. Yeah, and rightfully so. He's an awesome dude. Yeah. Um, the air raid bitch party, super drunk. Just oh my god, I don't know. Uh, I was I wanted her out of that scene like as quickly as possible. Oh yeah, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um the one guy of the outcasts ends up deciding like he's gonna just do the whole punch thing and get get out of there. Like to the only, guy who only a couple more punches only a couple punches before and he won't even like do anything. He'll get broken up, you know. Yeah, it's the guy who who was getting violent. Yeah, I'm Clint. all I'm all out of beer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he dumps a uh, beer on the guy, but then the guy he punches the guy, and then the guy just like straight up kicks his this ass. Is a good, he, he he put up a good first punch. Yeah, the I mean, first he knocked the dude over first punch. But then he gets but the absolute he, yeah. snot bitten out of him. Yeah, which is not fun. And who breaks up the fight? Pink and Wooderson. Yep. And yep. Wooderson's like holding Clint back, and he's actually doing it. And it's like, man, Wooderson's fucking awesome too. Yeah. So it's like, yes. Wooderson was creepy, but at the end of the day, he was a good dude. You know, if he were just a couple years younger, he'd be awesome. Yeah. He's just too, he's just. He's too old he's hanging too out with old too for his young. Body. He's too, too young. young for his body. Yeah. That's it. I get it. I get it. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm so conflicted with my with my love for Matthew McConaughey. Listen, everyone and the social norms of what could have been doing at the time. I looked up a, a lot of stuff about how people reacted to this movie. And yes, everyone says Wooderson does some pretty creepy shit. But overall, Wooderson is a pretty cool character. Yeah. I don't like he didn't. McConaughey didn't get canceled because he played Wooderson. Correct. Like everyone knows if you make if you make an actor play a character such as Wooderson today, they They'd might be creepy as they fuck. might be considered canceled or creepy as fuck, yes. and no one would want to go near them. But I don't know. Uh, they end the Kager with the song that is also at the end of Happy Gilmore, and I can't remember what it's called. Closing time. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the new, 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 new,
Now, 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 down, I'm going to look it up. It's not wonderful tonight. I know that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look that up and, and I'll tell you okay. afterwards. Um, Mitch's sister calling him out for partying. Yep. Whatever. That's a, no- that makes me think of a normal, like the first time I was out drinking and my sister saw me. Mm-hmm. That was a, such a similar situation. Uh, Matt uh, Wooderson, he gets the redheads and Cynthia's number. Um, they're deciding to go buy breakfast. Like, what fucking time is it when this party's over? Is Dude, it like the sun was coming up? Six o'clock? Like, yeah. Jesus. They end up going to the 50 yard line to smoke a joint. Um, they end up getting caught by the security or the cops, cops. or something. The coach ends up coming. Um, I don't know. They Well, bef- before, while they're on the 50 yard line, Wooderson says the thing that makes Pink then go, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Because he says, you got to live your life the way Pink wants to live mm-hmm. his life. You got to just keep on living, man. Yeah. L I V I N. Yeah. I had, uh, they do the breakdown coach, like, breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Breakdown. And then only the strong survive. Yeah. And they read the pledge. And that's when Pink's having all of his internal thoughts. And like you said, Wooderson's pretty much the reason. Talks he tells him, "Hey man, you just you got to do what you want to do." I guess. Mm-hmm. And they get caught by the cops. They call the coach. Mitch it cuts to Mitch ended up making out with that girl as the sun's coming up. Coach gives him a rough time. Tells Pinky he has to sign it. He says, "I'm never gonna sign it." Whatever. He I said, might I might play next. Yes. I might play next year, but I will never sign this piece of paper or something like and that. And he throws it at him. He throws it. Into the truck. And then the friend's like, so you're not going to sign it, huh? Don, I believe, says yeah. it. And he just goes, okay. Like, oh, well. Yeah. What are we, we going to do about it? And then um, Mitch gets it really easy from his mom. Walking yeah. In, walking in at like 7 a.m. Fucking freshman walking in at 7 in the... That's fucking daylight outside. I remember one time when my mom was up and I had was walking in from a party and she had to have known like I was pretty gone mm-hmm. and she goes well did you have a fun night tonight I was like yeah <laughs> it's like yeah, I think I did it's like well don't be planning on having any of those here when we're gone every every now and then and then I think that very next week and I threw a party nice so what a fucking pink you are I know <laughs> That only happened to me once, and it was way after I had turned 21, because mm. I didn't start drinking until I was... I didn't start seriously drinking until I was 21, Yeah, to, to give my parents that peace of mind. Mm. And uh, I had some friends over, and we just hung out in my parents' shed and got really drunk. <laughs> and uh, I wa- I brought them into, like, yeah, the saying this now is super cringy, because I was way too old to be doing this. But I brought him into my parents' house to show him my room when I'm like fucking 20, late 20s or whatever this is. Mm. Uh, but we were drunk, so I guess I didn't care. And I brought them in as my dad was up getting ready for work at like five <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, oops. Oh. Sorry, Steve. And he's like, no, it's cool. Just don't don't wake up your mom. Jeez, Al. Oh, yeah. I've definitely had a couple of those where uh, trying to be as quiet as possible going through the house and mm-hmm. it just it, uh, it never works. But, um, that was the irony is that throughout my high school career, I didn't drink. Mm-hmm. So when I went out the very the like time five times my entire high school career that I went out, 
my parents didn't worry. Did, they knew that they didn't have to worry about me drinking. So I didn't really have a curfew yeah. through my high school years. They were like, we know you're not going to get drunk. So as long as you don't get caught in a car with someone drunk driving, mm. obviously that would be bad. But like, we're not worried about you stumbling home drunk at three in the morning. So just come home whenever. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, here's one perk to deciding not to drink till you're 21. You, you, you do have the positives, I guess, with mm-hmm. it because, you know. Having a curfew does suck. Yeah. That was not fun. Um, they end up closing the movie with Slow Ride and damn them for doing so because made me want to play Guitar Hero afterwards. Yep. But Mitch puts on headphones to his giant fucking honking sound system in his room. Yep. And just goes to sleep to Slow Ride. Tony and Sabrina have a cute, a cute kiss that cute turns into thing. an actual romantic kiss. And it probably turns into a budding romance. Yeah. Cause he's the because he's the one sane guy that yeah. would actually treat her with respect. Yes. Yeah. I was rooting for them the yep. entire time. Yep. So even um, though he's now gay. In real life. Yes. Oh well. What are you gonna it do? happens. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that was basically my very, very long list of things <laughs> that was basically just how the movie goes. Um tried to shorten that up as much as I could, but I just love this movie. An abstu- an absurd amount. It's a good movie. And and I'm going to give you my rating. Yeah, we got to go through my list now. A thousand out of a thousand. <laughs> go ahead and give... Go ahead and... Uh, I'll give it... You can give it out of 10. Uh, I'd give it a 7.8. 7.8. Yes. All right. Which I, once again, I feel like I have to say this every time because people forget. I go on the true rating system, not the academic. Mm-hmm. So six out of ten is not fail. Five out of ten is average. Yeah. So seven point eight out of ten is pretty good. Yeah. Um, like I said, there's just overall the movie is very very well made, but there were just a few parts with a couple different characters where the acting was kind of. And but you're gonna have that with young actors. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, I I just did not like the hazing the whole hazing thing, but that's just personal preference. Yeah. But overall, it's it's like what Ben Affleck said. He's like this movie is completely is filled to the brim with just super likable characters. And they they almost all are. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that started off really douchey end the movie going. You know what? I could probably be okay being friends with them in high school. Yeah. As long as they weren't that much of a dick to me. Yeah. Or in general. Yeah. I don't know, man. I and and I re- I think I may have said this before in a previous podcast, but the re I think the biggest reason that I like this movie so much is it's like one of the first movies that I was able to bond, I guess, with my now brother-in-laws. Mm-hmm. Like they were over. It was I think late at night, and they just decided that they're going to watch that movie. And I just, I go back to, I guess, to that time, like laughing and watching that movie. And it's a weird, it's a weird bonding experience to, to have a movie be what I go you back, over. I go back to, but in my head, that's like the big thing, Yeah. Um, which it's great that media and, and all sorts, music, movies, uh, TV shows can do that for people, bond them over video games, you know, yep. same, same thing. So, but you know, but my list, your list, best moment, best scene, I guess, best scene in the movie. I guess I'm just, I'm trying to think of the best scene and, but I'm also trying to think like what resonated with me the most, Mm -hmm. like, God, I don't know. Too many to list. I like, 
know, like, I think just because the entire movie to me is a 10 out of 10. And I think all of the scenes are great. I think there's definitely better scenes than others, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of those to me. Um, I think the, though, I'm so conflicted. I've given so much headache to Greg right now. <laughs> I am so conflicted. I forgot all about your questions that you asked me at the end. Well, my fav best scene, in my opinion, um, I, I, cause, cause it really solidified pink for me, which was, which are you going to say when he like pulls Mitch into the fold? Yes. That was the one that I wanted to say, but like when he drops off Mitch and he's like, Hey, yeah, I'm glad you got it over with. It's, I went through it. It's cool. And then he's like, Hey, we're hanging out later. Do you want, like, I put myself in, in Mitch's shoes yeah. Imagine what it would have been like to be a freshman and have a senior who was captain of the football team level mm -hmm. popular be that nice to me. Yeah. And gone, you know what? I can almost trick my brain into feeling how good that would feel, even though I have no clue how good that would feel. I was going to say the same scene, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to just do it because of the fact that I also put myself in that scene. Mm. I I flash back to a very vivid memory of me driving around in one of the band parents vehicles mm -hmm. late at night and this is the first time I've ever heard the song Fuck You Gently, Fuck Her Gently by uh, Tenacious D. Mm -hmm. And we the amount of just singing that is going on in this vehicle is <laughs> similar to Wayne's World, Wayne's when, World. <laughs> when they're doing uh Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. It is just like three or four of us just guttural, like because once you once you know you hear it, you're just like, oh fuck yeah. yeah. I'm just like, is this really happening? That's that similar memory of yeah. I I feel like even though I was not in a position to do it, I was by no any stretch of the imagination anywhere close to the word popular. But uh, I was a senior, and even the lamest senior is still pretty cool in the eyes of, like, underclassmen. Mm -hmm. um, uh, because it was that same exact situation, but I was the upperclassman. I was driving it was either members of my band family home, my, my, my band kids home, or members of my section, the mm -hmm. saxophones. I think it was the saxophones. I can't think we did, like, a sectional, which for those who don't know is when your section gets together and practices by themselves. Yep. And I was driving everyone home after the sectional, and the on, like I said, the only way that I could feel like I was cool in high school was when it was connected to rock music, because I played guitar, and I always felt cool playing rock music because I felt like it was the coolest thing ever. Mm -hmm. And I remember driving down a country road, blasting some fucking rock music that I was like playing for them, and none of them have heard it, and... The girls are like, they're, they're not complaining, but I mean, obviously they'd rather be listening to something else, but they're not complaining. They think it's cool. And the guys in the car are like fucking going crazy because they're like, well, I've never heard this song. This song fucking rules. And we're just getting pumped, more pumped and more pumped in this one set. It had to have been the saxophones because I know who asked me to do this. Dude's like, dude, I dare you to hit a hundred on this road. <laughs> and I was like, you dare me to hit a hundred on this road? And he's like, yeah. I was like, tell you what, if there's a fucking sick-ass guitar like right here before this road's over, I'll do it. And sure enough, something did. And I'm like, that's pretty awesome. And then I floored it to 100. And everyone <laughs> starts screaming. And I was like, you know what? I feel pretty cool right now. Yeah. And and I think that's why this movie is so great is because you have, even though it's not the same, because 
We're a very religious town. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that stuff that happened in Days of Confused did not happen around here. Mm -hmm. So it's like similar, like it gives you nostalgic feels, but not truly nostalgic. Yeah. So was your, if, if, if you don't want me to say that scene, I won't, but that that's the scene. What, where he pulls Mitch in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree. I think that's probably one of the better scenes. If not, it's because I, if if not, I was going to say when the younger kids finally fuck up Fred O'Banion. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And he gets all fucking pissy and throws a temper tantrum. I'm like, yep. see ya. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. I don't want to see you anymore. Don't let the door hit you where the good yeah. Lord splits you. Yeah. Yeah. God, it was good. It was good. <laughs> And then, of course, I feel like I don't even have to ask this, but best character. Oh, no, for you, that could be a toss-up. For me, it's pink, hands down. I mean, yeah. Hands fucking down. I mean, yeah, but Wooderson's a close I knew you were going to say I think you have to, by, by principle, you have to say Wooderson. Wooderson has better quotes. Yes. Uh, pink is the more likable, so. Okay. There you go. Best enemy. Fucking. Best villain. Fred. Fred is the best villain. Ben Ben Affleck does a pretty good job. Like, I, I he was a very hateable person. Yes. Next to Air Raid bitch. Yes. So Parker Posey, mm -hmm. I think. So if you're asking for most most hated person, those two. Those two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is one that I actually don't think I've asked you yet for any of our club episodes, but it is a question that I always do, which is outstanding performance. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I, yeah. I, think i think i have to agree mm -hmm. he's uh not only is it his first big role but it sets the scene yeah for all of his future movies coming out coming he steals forward. every scene he's in yeah so yeah that's and what i'd have to say finally best music what's the best song that plays mm, i mean the opening i agree just, just the <laughs> sweet yeah. like that is just the perfect like entrance into a movie yeah and then it kicks into the guitar like the battle battle yeah and i yeah. fucking love that shit so. Sec second would be whatever that song is at the end of happy gilmore <laughs> which i still would i i'll have to look it up yeah um but yeah very good so, so same for you, you said? Yes, Sweet Emotion was right off the bat. Okay, okay. Or, no more, Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> oh, man. I freaked out, man. I was like, finally, I know what that's from. Uh, well, this was, uh, I was, I'm glad that as we're approaching the one year anniversary of mm -hmm. Next Door Nerds, we could finally get the Days and Confused yes. episode in. That makes me truly, truly happy that we were able to get this, especially, especially during my birthday month. Like, yeah. Just great. Of course. So. Well worth it. Now we've, I think, done three or four of these now. So four. So. Would you say you say it's better than Scott Pilgrim? This is the this time. is the time where the outro starts to play. Have you watched the Scott Pilgrim anime? I haven't. I haven't started it's it. It's really fucking good. I heard um, extremely different from the movie. Okay, but but no, Scott Pilgrim is also very good. Yeah, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>